Hello, my friends. Welcome, welcome to a very quick session today on PMP exam lessons learned. I just got off a phone call from one of our students who aced the exam very recently, a couple of days ago. So shout out to Lily out of Houston, Texas. She aced the PMP exam and shared some lessons that I want to go over with you. Number one. Lily shared with me that she studies best by reading and highlighting. I wanted to elevate the importance of this because I know some of you may feel pressured to watch videos online or listen to audio like this as your main study tool. But if it doesn't work for you, then you don't have to focus on that. You could read a good old book, highlight, take it on the road anywhere. Whether there's an internet connection or not, you'll always be able to study. And that is one of the advantages of reading a book. She said it was harder to study online. And some individuals do get distracted by studying online. Some of you, it works great for you. Others, not so much. So reading and having a tangible book worked for her. She studied two hours a day. Honing in on the content for two hours daily worked for her. She read one hour in the morning before work and one hour at lunch. That's a lot of dedication. And that's similar to what I did. Studying in the morning before work and studying at lunch. I also added studying in the evening. But she put in two hours unfailingly, even during the holidays. She put that time in in December and it paid off. Now, when she took the exam and she was going through the questions, she wasn't sure if she had passed or failed, as many people say. She didn't feel as sure, but when the exam was said and done, she got above targets overall. It just goes a long way to show you that you could be going through hell on the exam, but just keep running through you will be amazed at how well you do if you stay the course of confidence. What she said is they will put you in an agile mindset and they could mix it with a predictive response. And it's up to you to choose the most sensible response, agile, predictive or other. Don't fall into the trap thinking that, oh, it's a predictive question. I guess the answer should be predictive. Sometimes a predictive response may not be the best response. So you have to read carefully. And sometimes, even though it's an agile environment question, an agile sounding response may not be the very best. So you really need to know the material. One of the huge things Lily shared with me is the 49 processes and the flow. You should hone in on the 49 processes. I have said it for a very long time. That that grid on page 25 in the PMBOK 6 is invaluable. It should not be forgotten or looked down on because understanding those pieces is what makes the cube click. Like a Rubik's Cube, when you're putting that together, that's what helps it click. And all of those tiny pieces on page 49 is what brings the big picture together. She did say quality was huge and understanding the intricacies of quality and also risk management 
The differences between qualitative and quantitative risk analysis were very important and helpful, and also the concept of managing stakeholders. Now, for you, my friends, who are studying with me, I have always said it is very simple to get a roadmap of how to study, and how to study is really based on the people, process, business mindset. The PMI in the PMP exam content outline breaks down your journey into people, process, and business. I would rather you look at the PMP exam through their lens as opposed to looking at it through any other lens. The PMI's lens of people, process, and business will guide you to excellence. I want to go over with you very quickly things that you should focus on as you're studying for the exam. And I want you to also take some lessons from our friend Lily in that she had one formula question. One. Can you imagine? I know some of you are running from the exam, ducking and diving, because you think that the exam is loaded with formulas. Well, that is not the case. It is not a formula-heavy exam. A lot of it is all about what should the project manager do next in an agile environment, in a predictive environment, in a hybrid environment? Let me remind you, if you've forgotten, your exam is going to be based on people, managing conflict and leading a team very heavily, having empathy for the team, building the team, creating a team charter or a team contract, collaborating with stakeholders, understanding the process of identifying stakeholders, the process of planning stakeholder engagement, the process of planning for your team, how will you acquire resources, human, equipment, material, supplies, and facilities, understanding that you are a mentor and coach in the world of Agile, be you a scrum master or even a project manager. It says mentor relevant stakeholders in the PMP exam content outline on page 6. Page 6 also reads, Promote team performance through the application of emotional intelligence. Moving into the process domain, this is where I must stress the importance of the 49 processes. Developing a project charter, identifying stakeholders, developing a project management plan, and everything that goes into it. Developing a plan for scope and schedule and cost quality resources, a plan for communications, risk procurement and stakeholder, baselines across schedule, cost and scope, understanding that the scope baseline contains a WBS, the WBS dictionary and the project scope statement. All of these will help propel you. Understanding the processes of communications and risk and stakeholders, which is why I recommend spending time on page 25 that has the 49 processes. This is going to go a long way in your exam experience. Understanding project artifacts in the world of Agile, in the world of Scrum, the product backlog, the sprint backlog, the increment in the world of predictive, the baselines, the project management plan, the deliverable, all of that stuff will help you. Understanding the nuances in project methodologies and practices. When should I use predictive? When do I use agile? When is hybrid a better option? Understanding the differences between iterative and incremental language. What does it mean when we say 
iteration-based agile versus flow-based agile. These things could help you. Finally, in the process domain, understanding project or phase closure or transitions could greatly help your experience. What do I need to do to close the project? Definitely ensure that the stakeholder has received the deliverable and its transition to them, making sure that all the scope is truly complete. Understanding what the reasons for your success is, in other words, a regression analysis. There's so much information, my friends, that you could glean from the closed project or phase process. It's worth looking into. Going into the business environment, there are two huge documents here. Number one, the business case. Understand the ins and outs of the business case because that helps you develop the charter and everything that follows. Number two is the concept of benefits, the benefits management plan. Also, the benefits register. These are two important documents for task two in the business domain. Finally, understanding how relevant change is, the importance of change, evaluating and addressing the external business environment changes to understand if they have an impact on the scope of the project. Also, understanding how a project affects the organization and how the organization affects the project. And understanding the use of a change management plan, understanding the use of a configuration management plan overall, these perspectives and understanding will help you on your PMP exam. So I want to invite you, if you are studying for your exam and you feel you need further direction along what I've mentioned today, go on down to pmp.pmradio.org. You'll be able to take my free over 30 hour course right there online. No login needed. All those videos are accessible to you. If you need further help and development, I have available for you a book. And all you need to do to get the book is go to immersion.pmradio.org. That is immersion.pmradio.org. You will be able to get my PMP exam immersion book, which goes through people, process, and business methodically. It also comes with a workbook that helps you on a day-by-day guide and journey to success. So what are you waiting for? Look for links below or go to the websites I've mentioned and start your journey today. You absolutely can get certified in 40 days. For those who need more handholding, go on to the website hpmexam.com. That is where I have live online Zoom sessions to help students even beyond the PMP exam. Because at hpmexam.com, you can sign up for training and coaching to get certified. And there's also a package there in the deal that helps you maximize your PMP after you get certified. It's called hpmexam.com. So come aboard, let's start the journey together, and let's conquer the exam. Thank you for joining me, and talk to you soon.